Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And this week, Lindsay, is another listener request. And this listener request is also excellent. And it definitely falls along some common themes that we've had in previous episodes. Okay, this is exciting. I mean, I see all the listener requests coming in. I'm curious which one we are doing this week. This is a listener request from Roulette. She is She's requested other things and has given us some really good ideas on episodes. This is Your Haunted Holiday at the Arlington Hotel in Hot Springs, Arkansas. So, Lindsay, like I said, there are some common themes here that we run into quite a bit. And the first one that I think you noticed right off the top was the name of the town, which is Hot Springs. This is something we've run into so much. And lately, recently, for whatever reason, there's a lot of like spring water places that have hauntings. Yeah, I, so it's funny. When we paused in the recording, I said, hot springs? Seriously? <laughs> you know, go figure. But yeah, I mean, it, there's definitely a pattern there. And we brought it up recently before. I mean, what do you get? You've got the Elms Hotel. It's in Excelsior Springs. You've got the Thomas House in Red Boiling Springs. I mean, I feel like water and, and hauntings absolutely could be related maybe it's it's causing some sort of atmosphere that's more likely to allow for ghosts i don't know i think that could certainly be part of it i think the other part of it and i probably have mentioned this in a previous episode we've done but one of my theories is you know back in the 1800s people thought that these springs were healing and Mm. maybe they are right it's you know mineral waters that's what a lot of these hot springs are known for and so the thought that these springs were healing goes back you know to the native americans who thought that they were healing springs and eventually they became kind of like little boom towns where people would go that maybe had different ailments that wanted to try to cure it with this natural spring water. And maybe people that were there were sick. And so maybe there's just more death in areas like this too, as part of it. Uh, You know what? That's a good theory. I don't know that we'll figure it out anytime soon though, right? I mean, it's a tough one, but I, I think that's a good theory. Well, the Arlington Hotel is a really really cool place and it opened originally in 1875 and not long after it opened they expanded on it and it became like one of what they said the most extravagant hotels in all of America people just went there from near and far to go see this hotel and eventually in 1923 it actually was destroyed in a fire which is another thing that i think happens a lot to these original wooden structures and then they go back and they rebuild it into something even more grand than it was which is what happened in this case they rebuilt it and made it even larger than it was in the first place. And it's actually considered the largest hotel in Arkansas. 
Oh, really? Gosh, who knew? You know, I've also heard that Arkansas, in certain parts of the of the state, it's beautiful. Like it's mountainous and, uh, you know, but that's pretty cool. I mean, I wonder where it is in relation. I'd have to go look at a map, I suppose. It's definitely in a mountain range. And I know I'm not going to say it correctly. It looks like Wichita. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Wichita? It has a... It could be Wichita, could be the pronunciation too. It starts with the letter O. It's a very unique spelling. I, geography is not always my strong suit, but it is in that mountain range, uh, however it is pronounced. So I'm confident that it is very scenic. Thinking about, you know, in a mountain range, also next to all of these hot springs. It's known, you know, to have these natural um, spring waters that they can easily get into the hotel, that kind of thing. Now, there have been a lot of famous people that have been here over the years. I will name a few. Theodore Roosevelt, George H.W. Bush, Bill Clinton, Joe DiMaggio, and guess who else, Lindsay? It's their favorite vacation destination. Al Capone? Al Capone. Get out of here. Oh my gosh. Of course. They must have served alcohol back in like the 20s, right? I'm sure they did. I didn't see anything about like this particular hotel being a speakeasy, but there was like a little gambling hall right across the street and the town itself became kind of known for illegal gambling and that kind of thing. So Al Capone apparently loved going to this hotel and he loved it so much that in fact, he would rent out the entire fourth floor when he would go here. And that would be for himself, but also his fellow gang members, his security guards. The whole entourage was put up on the fourth floor of this place. Al Capone really got around. I mean, I can't stress this enough. At this point, our listeners are probably stunned, just like we are, at how many places Al Capone has been to that now are supposedly haunted doesn't seem to be in the most cases related to the fact that he's a gangster but i mean i guess the elms there was a guy who was shot and killed and the biltmore down in coral gables florida there was you know a guy who was murdered so i don't know maybe gang activity does the mafia brings ghosts maybe i, I don't know who knows? But Al Capone's favorite room, I am going to call it out. It's room number 443. Today, it is considered the Al Capone suite. You can rent it out and stay there. He liked this room in particular because apparently that little gambling hall across the street, he was able to kind of hang out and look through the window and see what was happening there from his room and kind of have like a watchful eye over it. And the other thing I read, which I I just do not think is true, I really, truly believe this to be rumor. Supposedly, there is a secret passageway from this room that will go out to the street as kind of like a getaway if the cops were trying to come for him. I mean, how big is this room? Because my bet is that it's not a big room. How big I, could this room be? Again, I just, I, I feel like it's a rumor. I I didn't see anything about that on the hotel's website. I mean, I feel like that would be like a historic thing that the hotel would share because they did have a history section on the website that talked about Al Capone staying there and, and stuff like that. He's probably their most 
I mean, there's a lot of famous people that have stayed there, but he's the most infamous guest, I guess, that has stayed there. And they didn't say anything about a secret passageway. Like, that would be, like, on the front page of my website if I had a hotel where Al Capone had a secret passage getaway out of a room. Right. I mean, to me, it seems like he traveled so much. How much time could he have spent there in order to build a secret passage out of there? And, but hey, you know what? I just don't know enough. So if you do know about a secret passageway here at this hotel, send us an email. Go to yourhauntedholiday.com and hit contact us. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tangling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So, Lindsay, this is one of those places that just has a ton of haunted stuff happening. There is a tremendous amount of activity. It's a large building. So it's actually going to be hard to cover it all. That's how much stuff is said to be happening here. Now, with that being said, this place, I guess, does not embrace the haunt. Really? Well, that's unfortunate if it has, if it's like that notorious and Al Capone was there. I mean, come on, embrace that haunt. (laughs) I agree. So this is what I read online. I haven't experienced this myself, obviously. I have not been here, but a lot of people will say that if you ask the staff, you know, what hauntings they've experienced, a lot of times they've been told to not respond to that. Like they don't want to be known for the ghosts. In fact, you know, one story was they were, um, people were eating at the restaurant. They asked their waiter, hey, have you experienced anything ghostly here? And the waiter said something like, you know, I just started here, but yes, I heard that there's a lot of ghosts. I'm going to go talk to the bartender to see if he can tell me something. And the waiter came back and put the food on the table and was like, I'm sorry, the place is not haunted. Really? Yes. That's that's too bad. You know, I really think that you can have a balance between really nice, fancy hotel and also embracing it to some extent. I mean, I think most of your guests, if, you, if it truly is a nice hotel, most of the guests aren't always there for the ghosts. You know, it's just like an extra cool little quirk of the it's, place, right? 
Exactly. And I, I mean, who knows? I, I guarantee you there are some people working there that probably would be willing to talk about it. But remember, like, if you want to ask people questions, I saw this one really good tip, which is, you know, maybe wait for nobody else to be around and then ask them the question. But at least there has been some stories that have kind of leaked out through the staff over the years. For example, one of the stories is in the bar, oddly enough. One of the bartenders had mentioned that there was a specific wine bottle that would just consistently kind of like jump off the shelf there. And there's multiple witnesses who have seen this but it's like a very specific wine bottle that just will not stay on the shelf. And it's kind of like poltergeisty. So is it the same bottle of wine or the same kind of wine that they keep replacing it with? Like same type of bottle? Same? No, I think it was the same bottle that did it consistently for like a day or two. Oh, I gotcha. Interesting. Okay. And it survived the fall. Some wine bottles, I know this from experience, are resilient. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I suppose that's true. <laughs> Don't test this out at home, but you know, if you drop the wine bottle, you'll be surprised. A lot of times they do survive the fall. <laughs> yes. Some other things that you want to look for here. So lights are going to flicker on and off. Faucets turn on and off. But you'll also hear laughter. I'm going to talk about a specific spot that you're going to hear laughter. And sometimes whispering. There are a, a lot of apparitions here. A lot of people that you want to look for that are wearing like old-fashioned clothing. They're going to be walking the halls. Really, you could see these people anywhere we don't really know who they are and maybe it's those vacationing ghosts just enjoying their time at the arlington hotel but they just will suddenly disappear so you say vacationing ghosts we bring this up a whole lot who knows maybe al capone comes by from time to time right but I think, uh, you know, it could be vacationing ghosts, certainly could be. I think it's more likely, though, just some people that maybe passed away there or has have some serious ties to the location. I, I, I joke about vacationing ghosts all the time, but if I had to bet on it, I bet that it's just people with real ties that are there a lot. Like, the, their spirits are just there. Yeah, or it could even just not even be like an intelligent haunt. It could just be like a residual haunting because, I mean, that kind of stuff right. has been happening there for years. But let me tell you one story in particular that happened to somebody. So there was a woman. She was going back to her room. The whole way down the hallway behind her, there were three women that were talking and laughing. She never really looked back to see them, but they were obviously walking in the same direction as her having a really good time just laughing and talking. She stops to put the key in her door, turns around to see, you know, who these women are, and there is nobody there. Ooh, that is a great story. I mean, I wonder what they were talking about. I think they were just talking about what a great time they were having on vacation. Oh my gosh, they were vacationing up there. <laughs> Maybe they passed away in the hotel while they were on vacation and they just haven't left. Maybe. Now, another apparition that you want to keep an eye out for is a bellman. 
They say that this bellman's name is Henry Tweedle, a former bellman in the place. Another one of these bellmen who is just so dedicated to their job that I guess they have never stopped. And he is primarily seen on the fourth floor. And when you see him, he's just typically going to walk through a door and disappear. So you might see him walking down the hall and then go through an actual door. Oh, wow. So it sounds like they've got a lot of apparitions. And maybe the bellman here is residual, not intelligent. But who knows? We, we just don't know. This is the only story we have to share about it, it sounds like. But definitely intelligent full-bodied apparitions um, if they're walking down the hall chatting and laughing, you know, with a guest there. Yeah. Sounds like real potential to spot something. And let me show you another one that is, I, I must be an intelligent haunt. There is a guy that's been seen in a black suit, and he's seen throughout, but primarily in the laundry area. And when anybody spots him, he like waves at them. Ooh. So like he recognizes that you're there and he waves at you. I have chills. That is super, super creepy. Although I'm willing to bet, I mean, this is just a person. He's just, hey, how are you? <laughs> right? Probably just a nice guy. Hey, his spirit's hanging out at the hotel for whatever reason and he's waving but it's just so creepy you know like I feel bad saying this about the ghost but it's just creepy <laughs> I mean the idea of a ghost waving at you is definitely creepy like there's no ifs ands or buts about that now the other apparition that you want to look for is there is a young girl in a pink dress that is seen in the lobby sometimes and the last apparition that I'm going to talk about specifically is there is supposedly a woman wearing a wedding dress that can be seen in the window of one of the towers it's kind of like the Biltmore Hotel almost in that it's so large and has these large two towers but in one of those you will see her looking out the window sometimes down at the street sometimes even looking up at the sky we don't really have any background around her although you know we could easily make one up that she's waiting for her long lost love right I mean she's wearing a wedding dress here like maybe she got left at the altar and something horrible probably happened I mean maybe so here's my thought right I I think tragedy around like big events like a wedding more likely for that spirit to hang around right like maybe something went terribly wrong and you know things took a terrible turn and here you are you've got a ghost now in a wedding dress or what if hear me out on this one what if what if this is a spirit haunting the place and like she thinks her wedding dress is beautiful and she decides i'm gonna wear my wedding dress for the rest of eternity why the heck not Maybe. it's almost like a ghost vacationing side theory that i'm i i think it's far-fetched but you never know i'm just throwing it out there it, i mean hey if i had like a wedding dress i loved and i was had a choice i'd freaking wear that thing all around the the, the nice hotel I would not. And I think that is just really wishful thinking. Because if you look at all of the stories that we've had about some woman in a white wedding dress, it is never a happy ending in Ooh. a haunting. It just you're, isn't. Like, I know that's yeah, morbid, right. but it just never 
is like in real life. It is really, I'm looking for some silver lining there. You're right. It is highly unlikely that my alternate theory is accurate, but you know, you I hope know. so. I hope so though. I hope your theory is right. Okay, let me talk about some specific rooms and areas that you want to look for the haunting. The first place is the fourth floor. So the elevator does something weird here. So apparently the staff there say that on occasion, the elevator will just suddenly go up to the fourth floor without anybody prompting it. And the doors were open as if they are dropping somebody off and then continue on its way. So it's almost like an unseen spirit has hit the fourth floor button and has prompted this elevator to take it there. It's Al Capone on his favorite floor or one of his, you know, mafia buddies, you know, that he's booked the floor for. It totally could be. And get this, Lindsay, this is interesting. In his favorite room that he would stay in all the time, the now Al Capone suite, then room 443, Apparently, sometimes you will smell the scent of cigar smoke. And, I mean, I guarantee you Al Capone smoked cigars. Like, there's no doubt that he did that, right? Let's be real. For sure. I feel like I've seen photos of him with a cigar in his mouth. Like, that just seems like that's the look of Al Capone with a cigar. I I think, uh, I mean, cigar smoke is one of those really common things that, that folks, you know, smell that could be from some sort of haunting, some sort of residual. Totally. And it could be from Al Capone, which again is kind of wishful thinking. And it could just be some other situation happening there. The other place that you want to look for is the seventh floor. On this floor, a lot of the activity seems to be some sort of like actual physical touch. People say they get tapped on their shoulder here. They may feel something actually like brush by them. And then sometimes they even get their hair pulled. And lastly, there is a woman in a white gown seen on this floor sometimes. And I'm not sure if this is the same lady wearing the wedding dress or if it's just a completely different lady. Hmm. Sounds like it's maybe the same lady. I mean, like, what are the odds you've got two ghosts with white dresses on in the same hotel? Yes. The other thing that they say is that there are a number of rooms that the hotel has boarded up, even like drywalled over, and supposedly because it's super haunted, or maybe it was because they were renovating, or you know, who knows. But from these rooms, apparently, that are walled off, you can sometimes hear whispering coming from in there. Now, I would be really curious to find out, like, which, where these rooms are in the building. But there's really just not a whole lot of information about that out there. So if you go and you're lucky enough to, like, have a staff member kind of to the side and you ask them this, maybe you can get a response. I'd be curious. You might be able to pull it out of somebody there. I could be wrong about this, but I'm very skeptical of the idea that a hotel would wall off space um, just for the sake of walling off space. Now, do I think there's real potential for renovations to have maybe broken down a wall and maybe you've got rooms that are no longer there that used to be um, because of construction that occurred? Yeah, I think that's a lot more likely. I I find it highly unlikely that a business 
especially one that is not really open about their ghosts hanging around there, walling off rooms that could be storage space, could be any kind of space. But I mean, we've heard this kind of rumor before about other places. Well, Lindsay, I'm gonna refute this because there is a very famous haunt that publicly did this, that said that they didn't necessarily wall it off, but they would not rent this room out to anybody. And that is the Queen Mary. Their most haunted room for years was not used at all. There was not even furniture in it. In fact, if you watch the BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural, they go and hang out in that furnitureless room for a while. Today, that room is open. You can book it specifically because they have since just said, you know what, people want to stay in this room. Let's go ahead and furnish it and, and let people do it. But for years, they did not. And they were public about it. So, yes, I agree with you. I think you're right 99% of the time. But I, there's a possibility that this is for real. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just saying I'm skeptical. And and I think there's the potential that this is just a rumor because it's kind of a fun story to say about these old haunted places, right? I 100% agree with you about that. I think there is a definite real possibility that this is just a rumor about the locked off rooms. I totally do. In fact, when we were talking about... Um, the Marshall House in Savannah. That's one of the common stories that they tell about that, that there's some room there on maybe the second floor, I think, that has been closed off and they don't let people stay there anymore. But like, we didn't really find anything like that. And we really looked for the description okay. of that. But anyway, let's talk about some other areas. The 11th floor of the Arlington Hotel is also supposed to have lots of activity there. And in fact, one of the creepier ones is near the elevator. Sometimes you'll just hear the sound of a man laughing. Ooh, creepy. Maybe it's the waver guy. Maybe it's the guy that's waving at people. Who knows? Who knows? Now, one of the most notorious rooms here is room number 824. Some people have claimed that there is an evil spirit in this room, although from what I've read, a lot of people don't believe it's evil. They think maybe it's just more poltergeist activity that has kind of startled people. So things that people have experienced in here specifically are items getting knocked off of the bathroom shelves. Sometimes the faucet in the sink will turn on in the middle of the night on like super hot and they'll wake up to like the whole bathroom being like steamed up and that will really freak people out. And the other thing that will happen is when people are trying to sleep, the lights will flicker on and off in the room itself. And they say that most of this activity is between 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. in this room specifically. Ooh, that's scary. It's the bewitching hour. We got to go stay there, Lisa. Like, this is Midwest. You're probably not that far. I mean, Arkansas? Yeah, that's yeah, pretty that's far. That's probably a bit of a drive, isn't it? But yeah. it sounds like a cool place. It really does look like a cool place. And there's one last story I'm going to share that I think is kind of creepy. And I, I really don't know what room this happened in. However, so there's a couple laying in bed in the middle of the night. 
the covers continuously get pulled off of them and the wife thinks that it's the husband so she like wakes the husband up and is like cut that out why do you keep pulling the covers off the bed it's driving me crazy and the husband is like no i don't know what you're talking about so they sit up and they wait and they watch and this whole time like the wife thinks nothing's going to happen because it was clearly him doing it in his sleep or something like that right so they sit there and they're watching and sure enough the covers get pulled off the bed by some unknown force and they were like half dressed and bolted out of the room it would be pretty scary i mean if you're there just staying and you're not you're not looking for ghosts like like me and lisa go to these places specifically going come on out (laughs) you know come on we want to talk to you but the vast majority of people are not doing what we're doing they're just going trying to stay in a room have a nice good night's sleep i mean i could see why someone would get out of there So, Lindsay, this place is really cool, and it does appear to be in a pretty neat vacation destination, honestly. There seems to be a lot of kind of, like, cool stuff to go see. I mean, Hot Springs National Park, which is what the town is named after, is, like, right there. And there's supposed to be, like, a really cool downtown area that has all these different bathhouses that you can go to that are historic. So there's there's a lot of stuff to do here. The hotel itself has a bunch of different packages that you can purchase, you know, the basic ones like the romance package, the, I don't know, the spa package, you know, stuff like that. But one that I do want to highlight just because this always gets brought up is they actually have an Al Capone package at this hotel. They don't (laughs) embrace the ghosts, but they embrace the hell out of Al Capone at this place. All right. So what this package includes is two nights for two people in a standard room. It includes breakfast both of the days. It includes a mineral water bath massage for both of you for 30 minutes. And it includes admission to the Gangster Museum of America, which apparently that must be in Hot Springs, Arkansas as well. And that total cost for two nights and all of this stuff is $485, which sounds like a lot, but it's two nights and it includes breakfast, massage, admission to this gangster museum situation. Well, Lisa, I think that that sounds, it it does sound like a good deal with all of that included, but the gangster museum does sound kind of funny. I I don't know why, but it's probably interesting. I've never been, I can't tell you. And I normally would not cover a package, but in that situation, I had to do it. Now, the other thing they have here is a number of restaurants. A couple things I'll highlight. They have a Friday night seafood feast buffet. Love that. I mean, I love some seafood. And they have a Sunday brunch, which also looks pretty good as well. They also have a spa, which highlights the fact that you can get all these spring water treatments. So it's not like like some places where you're, they're just using like tap water. No, they're like literally pumping in water 
from the mineral springs right there in the town, which is kind of unique. I mean, not something I need personally, but, you know, I'm always willing to try out a new spa treatment, right? For sure. I mean, if it's healing, I mean, <laughs> right? Maybe it's healing your body. I don't know. Might be able to talk me into it if it's healing, you know? If it's included in the package that I purchase, yeah, I will absolutely go and enjoy that mineral water massage. Yes. Now, the prices here are actually more reasonable than I thought they were going to be. And again, this is going to vary based on day of week, time of year, all of these different things. But the rooms there start at about $105 a night. And they go to $160 for kind of your standard like king or double bed situation varying on size and and that kind of thing so there's some variations there in that price range but that's totally doable wow like that that's very doable i mean i guess arkansas and it's probably you know the the hot springs city is probably not a big city right so it's probably a little bit of a tourist attraction how nice are these rooms lisa like what are you gauging from from looking at this they look pretty darn nice now the ones that are on the lower price range do include things like a king bed for example but what they don't have is like a tub so you might only get a shower instead of a tub which i'm totally cool with that at a hotel so there's like little things like that and the the size it still looks historic but it looks clean comfortable nice from what i could tell with with some updates right so obviously it's not from the early 1900s they've they've updated it since and you know but it's still maintained its historic charm sounds like right yes exactly and they also have some suites if you want something with a little bit bigger room you those range between two and four hundred dollars Well, this was such a great suggestion from Roulette. I know we hear from her. She's been listening for quite a while. So we like so appreciate your support um, and sending us the email. You know, we we really enjoy getting the recommendations because they make for some of the best episodes. This place sounds great. If I'm ever in Arkansas, this is going to be a place that I definitely stop by. It sounds like lots of potential for a full-bodied apparition. Totally. This is definitely the type of place that is up our alley. Seafood buffet, spa, semi-reasonable prices, and Al Capone has been there. So I we mean, got to go at some point. If I mean, if Al Capone was there, I mean, it's got to be haunted too, right? That seems to be the trend. <laughs> All right. Well, we really appreciate everyone that listens and supports this show every single week. Uh, if you're enjoying it, please make sure to rate us five stars if you're listening to us on Apple. Um, it helps us engage more listeners and spread the word. You know, it's almost Halloween. So if you've got folks looking for something creepy, a little scary, we are a really great recommendation for that. Spread the word to your friends and family. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Everyone have a great week and thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>